Welcome to this week's edition of Dugout Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Kirikides, joined by my wonderful co-host, Keith Glasser, who's rocking the, the Maris Red Fox sweatshirt today. Big ups. Big up, Red Foxes. Uh, Foxes. How we doing, Coach? Great. How are you? Good. Today's topic, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk broadly about social media, uh, how it's impacted recruiting how you can leverage it and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and kick this one off, coach, and let's talk a little bit about social media and the world of college baseball recruiting. Have at it. Sure. You know, uh, social media has become a huge player in, in the the college baseball landscape. You know, everyone that we've had on from an interview standpoint, whether or not it's a division one, two or three coach, um, talks about how they are, you know, they use social media in one way, shape or form uh, when it comes to the recruiting aspect of things, whether it's, you know, finding guys, identifying players, being able to check in on other events that are going on and things you're at. Um, and then also kind of doing character and, and those types of evaluations through the social media platforms, you know, and I think the other is that a, a lot of guys touch on and, and, you know, maybe don't, it, it, expound upon as much, but they also give you an insight through their social media of what goes on in their programs. You know, so you kids can get a, a, an accurate feel for, you know, the types of stuff that you believe in, you know, what it is that you like to do, what the program looks like, things like that. So you have kind of a little bit of a window into those programs uh, through social media as well. Um, you know, I think the other part, and we can go down a, a, a pretty extensive rabbit hole in, in talking about social media when it comes to this stuff too, is the, the vast amount of information that is out there on social media for, um, for players, for parents, for coaches. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of information out there, you know, and, and I think being able to, to sift through what's good, what's not, what's accurate, what's not, um, you know, and understand that, you know, a, a lot of the people who, Kind of have a platform on social media you know they're it's like you know just kind of screaming into an empty room really uh, you know or, or into a crowded room i suppose not really an empty room you're just screaming into a crowded room what you believe and what you think um you know and i think sometimes that there's there's some intention behind what people put out there but i i think a lot of times it's it can be a little either a misleading or b um you know lead to some misinformation uh, from people who you know, may or may not have, um, you know, coached college baseball or, you know, done this for a living to really know what it's like on this side of things. So, you know, there, there's a lot of really, really good things when it comes to the social media aspect. Um, you know, you can get on there and, and showcase yourself and, and reach out to, you know, tons of coaches. You can DM them, they can DM you, um, they can follow you and, and get updates on where you're at and your progress and, and they can follow, um, you know, coaches can follow that route. Um, you know, but there's also the, the other side of it where there, there's a lot of information out there where, you know, you have to be, you know, mindful of the, of what you're consuming and what it actually, you know, how it pertains to you and, and whether or not it's, you know, as true as you think that it, it, it is, you know, so it's, it's a little bit of a dicey, um, you know, dichotomy where you, you have a lot of, a lot of really good things on there. And then you have some things where it's like, yeah, this isn't necessarily the best or this is a tad bit misleading, but, you know, I think for 
for tonight, we'll we'll at least start on the, the we'll we'll start with the positives of you know it, it it closes the the gap, right? Like there there's a lot more access to kids from a college coach standpoint where you can get on Twitter and it it shrinks the country a little bit where it's it's literally on your phone or on your computer where you can see videos and you can see them take live at bats and you can see them throw bullpens and get rap soda reports and all those things or, or track man whatever it is. Um, you can get all that stuff at your fingertips and really be able to decide like, Hey, this, this is a skill set of somebody that I might want to pursue, um, and then go that route and, and then get into the character piece and, and whether or not it's going to be a fit. So there's a lot of positives to it, you know, and I, I think if we start there and, and build out, we can get to some of the other stuff too. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of positives. There's a lot of negatives. I mean, we joke about it all the time. Like Twitter's the best and worst place on the planet. Um, but tagline. Yeah, if you you kind of hit the nail on the head, I think social media provides a unique look into programs, which I think is incredibly valuable from a recruiting perspective. That you can kind of get you get a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Now, obviously, what you see on social media is really just the tip of the iceberg, but you do get you get a view of the iceberg like you get to have an idea you can see how coaches act and interact on twitter which you'd be surprised how some coaches how active they are on social media um in fact there might be a correlation between how often you tweet and uh your success level but we'll leave that up in the air for uh <laughs> what, what to take with what you want with that but you get a chance to see what these programs do they have their schedules up they they're showing updates on their field. They're they're giving you some insight into where they might be. That's become a thing. Coaches are actively saying, hey, I'm going to be at this tournament. All right, good. Gives you a reason to reach out to a coach. A little bit more open access from a, a communication standpoint. I think I don't think it's done it yet, but I think that direct messaging is slowly creeping into the contact realm kind of starting to take the place of email a little bit mm -hmm. because coaches are so active on social media that in some ways that might it can be an effective way and i think it's starting to trend in that direction where that's going to become a much more common way for guys to actually reach out to coaches and from a player's perspective you have an opportunity to put something out there that represents you athletically and from a character perspective and i think as a player, you should take advantage of that. It's a it's a way for you to get noticed, understanding how tags work, um, what type of video, what type of content to put up, I think becomes increasingly important and how to leverage it. The, the one thing I would be remiss to say is if you're a player, I think it's important for you to not do it for the gram. Don't do it for the tweet. Use them as tools to help you get recruited. But as soon as you find yourself deliberately posting content just for the post and for the likes and for the attention, you may be losing sight of what you're really trying to get out of it from a social media perspective, from a recruiting perspective, I should say. If you have your own you know, Instagram account and you've got thousands of followers, like that's a little bit different, but I think if you're trying to use it from a recruiting perspective, be thoughtful about what you post, 
be thoughtful about how you use the tool and do everything you can to try to use it to your advantage to get yourself some um, on the map with some coaches. Yeah. I, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, uh, of things that go into this. And I think you're right. There's, there, there are some, some posts that you read and you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, as a former coach, I'm trying to find the right words to, to, to make sure that this comes out the correct way, but it, it's, it's weird, uh, you know, I think sometimes when you, you read stuff from, you know, kids that are like, you know, let's in the transfer portal. And then you have your, your, your reposting things from your friends that, you know, more or less say like, you know, college coaches would be, you know, I feel bad for the people who pass on this guy. Like, and you've never coached college baseball. Like, I'm glad you're trying to lift your buddy up. But, you know, it, it, it's, you know, that like that to me is it, it is an example of like you're just doing this for the, the attention. Um, it's not necessarily, you know, in it for the recruiting end of what's going on. Um, you know, so I, I think that, you know, walking that fine line of making sure that what you're putting out there is, you know, accurate from who you are as a, a player and an individual so that coaches, you know, who are using Twitter and Instagram to be able to kind of identify some guys can legitimately be able to look at your skill set, go through your social media and kind of say like, okay, this is a, a guy that I would be interested in at least following up with and seeing where this goes. You know, I think sometimes when you're putting things out there where it does seem to be a little bit more attention seeking from a, a an overall standpoint, that that's where it kind of turns into like, eh, I don't know if I'm really going to, you know, follow down this road because at the end of the day, you know, yes, it shrinks this country from a, a, a talent standpoint, but at the same time, like there's, you know, coach Rossi used to say this all the time. It's a big country. with a lot of guys who play this game. Like you'll, I, you can go out and find more guys and on Twitter and live that aren't going to be as attention seeking and, you know, are, are a little bit more humble about what it is that they're doing and, and will fit into your program likely a little bit more. Um, you know, so it, it's just something to kind of keep in mind that it's, it, you know, you, you do want to use this to your benefit because it is a huge benefit that, you know, you and I didn't grow up in, you know, we didn't, there was no um, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or anything when, when you and I were um, going up and going through this. So, you know, I, we've said this, I, I don't necessarily envy these kids, but at the same time, I, I think that it's, you know, they've grown up in it. You kind of have the, like, you, you know, what is attention seeking, you know, what you are using for, you know, straight up recruiting when it comes to the social media, your social media presence and what you're putting out there for people to see, you know, and that, that to me is the kind of the stark difference of, you know, how you can leverage it the correct way. And then how, you know, it could be, you can get a little bit off the path and, and not necessarily use it to your benefit when you can. Yeah, absolutely. The content you put out is huge. And I, I think if you just remember, if you're a player listening to this or you're a parent of a player, if you can just start with be thoughtful about what you post because what you post represents you and your family and the people close to you. So if you go and post something that's offensive, that is dumb, that puts you in a bad light, you have to recognize that that now that is now accessible to the broad public and it's not going away. 
even if you delete that tweet, somebody screenshotted it, whatever. So if you can start there, and then step two is shape your content around recruiting and use it as a tool for recruiting, I think you put yourself in a pretty good place to take advantage of the power of social media. Um, that's what, That would be my two pieces of advice for any player or parent as you go through this. Just, just understand that it can be a positive for you, but it only takes one stupid tweet to be really negative and you want to do everything you can, you know, maybe, you know, maybe wait a few minutes before you post. Don't ever post emotionally. You know, you see some people respond to some of these tweets and you, you wonder if they, they wish they could take some of those responses back, but um, just be thoughtful about what you post and you usually put yourself in a pretty good spot to use it. So. I thought you hit on something that is really important to what you consume, right? There's a ton of information out there and not all of it is correct. Um, not all of it may be beneficial to you as a player, or as a parent. So just vet your sources, make sure that you're following people or you're taking advice from people that are reputable. Um, yeah, you see some people just tweet some just outrageous stuff about college baseball. And it's as guys who've done it and guys who have been in it and are still very much in the college baseball world. Like it's hard to, it's hard to see how somebody would post that. I mean, I saw somebody post the other day that all on-campus camps are only to fund the volunteer and that you shouldn't go to them if you're a recruit and it's just one big money grab. They said it in fewer words than that, but it's just one of the examples of, you know, just be thoughtful about what you consume and who you're following and, you know, make sure that you're getting something out of those, those individuals that you follow. Yeah. The, you know, I, I think the, the consuming part is one of the biggest things that you need to take into consideration when you get into the social media realm and, you know, realistically it's, it's specifically Twitter. Um, you know, you can see, you follow people and you'll see some outrageous things being thrown out there. Um, you know, and I think it, in some regard, it's, it's designed to create some conflict and, and, you know, uh, you can get your tinfoil hat on for a, a later episode of social media stuff. But, I, you know, I I don't necessarily know if I subscribe to the fact that a lot of the people who go after each other really dislike each other. Um, you know, I, I but, you know, I, you're right. I, I think that there's, you know, I, I've seen tweets that are, you know, completely outrageous when and, and, and you know, I, I think the the important thing is to ask yourself, like, who is who's putting this out there? Like what, what, what is the resume of the person that's throwing this out there? You know, if that is a person who, you know, has never coached at the college baseball level and is throwing stuff out there, like that's their opinion. Like they, they've never lived it. They don't know. They don't run a program. They've never been an assistant coach. Like, I I don't know if that person who tweeted that out has or has not. I, I really don't know. You know, but it's worth asking yourself that question, right? Like, okay, what, what, who is this person and what is this? Instead of just blindly following it and being like, well, yeah, no, like, that's what this guy said. So it's got to be true, you know, and 
it, that's something that's literally been said for ever. You know, it, it was, it, it's been said for as long as people have been running camps. Um, you know, and I, I think the other is, and, and you can take it a step further too, is, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's the same as consuming the people who tell you that, you know, Hey, he's a really good player. Like, okay. Like who is the, like, you know, I, we've talked to families and I've heard them say like, well, you know, we've had a, a handful of dads who have said he's really good. Like, okay. Like what, what, what's their resume? And I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, to put anyone down, but like, when you start talking about, you know, you have to be in the top 7% to go play division one, two or three baseball. Like it's relatively easy to kind of tell that someone is a good baseball player that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can go play at the next level. Right. Like in my opinion, like that's like asking your plumber for investment advice. Like what, like, what, okay. Like what, what, what does that mean? You know, wh who is this person? I, I don't know. I don't know what that means, you know? So I, I think it's the same to me. It's always kind of been the same thing. Like you see people throw all these outrageous things out there and it's like, okay, like what's a, what's the motivation and B like, what's, what's your expertise in this field for me to be able to, to really consume what it is that you're, you're putting out there and believe what you have to say. You know, and I think that they're like, because of those types of things, you have a lot of misinformation out there that people start to believe because you don't, you know, they're the, they're the loudest voices in a, in a room of, uh, of a thousand people screaming. So it's like, well, no, they, they, they have a lot of followers. So it's gotta be true. You know, and it's the age old thing of like, not everything on the internet is true. Um, you know, so I, I think that, you know, when you, when you see those types of things on social media, it's legitimately being able to kind of ask yourself like, okay, like what, where is this coming from? And, and what is the, you know, what is the resume of the person who's throwing this out there? Like, again, if you're throwing stuff out there and you've never actually worked in this business, like you could be a player, but being a player and being a coach are two wildly different experiences. And you have absolutely no idea what goes into being a coach. Any, any single coach or any single young coach out there who's gotten into coaching, I mean, a bunch of my guys have gotten into coaching. Like the first thing that they'll tell you is like, this is totally different than anything I ever thought that you did because it's a, it's a totally different experience, you know? So to sit there and just, you know, throw random stuff out there to me is just, it, it, it's, it's dangerous and it's, it, it's not, it, it, it leads to a lot more dis and misinformation than there, than, than there should be out there. I mean, it takes, you get back to like the trust factor, right? With the evaluation process, which we've talked about a little bit is having played doesn't qualify you to have, this will probably piss some people off, but I, I'll say it. Having played college baseball doesn't qualify you to evaluate college baseball players. Um, no. I mean, there's dudes that we played with who are fantastic players right fantastic players who didn't even really like baseball they liked playing but they didn't like anything else about it you think that i'm taking their opinion on whether a kid's good or not yeah you know, it's just it's just that simple like there's a lot of guys who are good players but they don't like evaluating it's not like anything it takes time it takes experience it takes failure it takes guys who mentor you it takes having information at your fingertips. It takes seeing thousands and thousands of players. 
and thousands of pitches and innings and at bats and workouts before you even become remotely good at it. It's not like some gift that you're born with. Like, yeah, some people have a knack for it, but that knack has been developed over thousands of hours of evaluation, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands in many cases, I'm sure. Somebody will probably correct me on my math there. But you know, if you've been coaching for 25 years, every single time you step foot on a field, a college practice, that's an evaluation period. And until you're doing that every day and you're around players at various different levels and you've seen what 100 big leaguers look like when they're 16 years old and you have enough knowledge to know when you're not right, right? Like it's an inexact science as it is, but it's an even more inexact science when you've never really done it before. So it's no different with some of the social media stuff that that you see people post is that be just be aware of who's posting it just because they play baseball or have coached baseball doesn't mean they're a valid voice, right? Like you gotta, you know, you gotta dig a little bit, like don't, you know, you gotta question things. There's nothing wrong with questioning things and learning and trying to dig a little bit deeper and trying to better understand things. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, just don't take some of it at face value because like anything else, there's often quite a bit of nuance to it, right? Like we're talking about the 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 on-campus tweet, you know, the on-campus camper tweet. There's parts of that statement that are not false. There's truth in there. Do volunteers and assistant coaches get paid out of on-campus camps? Yes, they do. Of course they do. But that's, that tweet made it seem like all the money goes there and that's the only reason that they're actually being run, which is patently false. Um, every single program in this country gets commitments out of their on-campus camps, guaranteed. If you run on-campus camps, you you recruit kids out of your camp, period. Um, why you so that's them. patently false. The other part of it is, too, is that, yeah, some of it is financial. If you have any idea of the inner workings of college baseball, uh, like I would say 80% of college baseball coaches could use every penny of money they can get in their wallet because they ain't making a lot. Especially if you're a volunteer or a second assistant, like this idea that college baseball is this cushy lifestyle and that you get to like you work your ass off for freaking pennies until you're a head coach or and even in some cases like that, there's guys who are head coaches who don't make a lot of money. Like for somebody to tweet that kind of stuff, it's just naive. And it's just an example of, you know, just just dig a little bit. It's not to say that there's not good people on social media that put out a lot of really good stuff. There's Uh, a lot of them that are very good. Right. It's, it's sifting through it and finding where it is, but you know, yeah, there is some truth in the fact that that coaches are going to be able to, to pay their assistants out of, out of camps, you know, like that's just the, the truth. And, you know, to your point, like, you know, I coach college. I made a career out of it. I made I coached for 16 years at the college baseball level. Like my first two years, I was the second assistant recruiting and making zero dollars. It was a straight volley position. You know, I'm I'm 37 years old. I didn't make more than twenty eight thousand dollars coaching college baseball until I became a head coach. Like you can do the math. I was in my 30s. 
Like there's not a lot of people out there that do that. You know, and it's the reality, like the coaching and people like code, like it's everyone knows this coaches at any level at pretty much every sport are wildly underpaid for the amount of hours that you put in to what it is that you do, you know, but at the same time, like you're right, like the amount of the amount of time it takes for you to figure out how to become a good evaluator is it takes years. It's not something that you just, you know, wake up one day and you're like, all right, I'm really good at evaluating. Like, you know, it takes hundreds and thousands of hours of watching games, of recruiting, of evaluating, of watching your team, you know, and and I think one thing that that gets lost a lot of in a lot of it, too, is that like when you're recruiting, you know, it's you you're trying to project in, in some instances, you know, 36 months out of where that kid is going to be like. You know, you could be recruiting him as a junior in high school. You know, you got a year for him to be a senior. You have another year for him to be a freshman. And then you're hoping that he's going to be good by the time he's a sophomore. Like you're trying to project three years out, you know, and that like, you know, it's I I think in a in a world of like, what have you done for me lately? A lot of times it's like, well, you know, he's not good now or he's not there yet. Like, yeah, very few dudes are really there right now. You know, I think it's been sped up a little bit with the specialization and things nowadays, but like, you know, the, 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 the evaluation piece and, and we're getting a little off track here, but you know, I, I think from a social media standpoint, like there's a lot of voices out there and being able to kind of sift through the ones that are, um, are valid and, and put out really good information and, you know, you can actually tell that it's coming from a place of like, you know, whether or not it's information or not, like, you know, you, you want to make sure that, you know, to, to question it when you see stuff like that, you know, it's not just that one tweet specifically, like there's, there's hundreds of them every day that I see that I'm like, I can't believe that this is being said, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like you can just literally go on there and just type out whatever it is that you want to type and hit send and wham, there you go. And, and then you know, I, I think there's there there can be some good discourse on there, but in some regards, it's a lot of times of people just digging in their heels and having ego about what's going on. You know, so you want to make sure that you're actually following people that 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 provide value to what it is that you're you're going through and and can provide context and and legitimately try to help you through this process. You know, the other one, and, and, you know, I I think that this is a big thing and it's been a, I think it's been a little bit more of a movement lately, you know, in recent years is the, the tweeting out of the, or or posting on Instagram, the offers that you received and and things like that. Um, You know, I, I think that it's a, my personal feeling is that it's, it's more along the lines of the world that we live in and, and we're, you're now recruiting kids that have grown up in this this realm um you know it happens in a lot of other sports it i think the natural progression is that it it does happen and will happen in baseball um you know i i think that there's a lot of people that are split about whether or not they like it um you know but i i also you know i i i've said this to you i've said it to a couple other people like i i think it's easy i think the kids are the low-hanging fruit to kind of hammer on this type of stuff um you know, I, I think that you have a, a lot of people that will hammer kids on like, well, you shouldn't be tweeting offers out, but then, you know, we'll anonymously tweet about, you know, people pulling offers and, you know, 
all this stuff happens and you won't call anyone else out about it. Like in, in this, in this business, like everyone knows, you know, people won't actually call other coaches out on stuff, but you know, they'll hammer kids. And I, I think that it's, it's a misguided attempt um, in my personal opinion to, to kind of attack 16 to 17 year olds and, and not, you know, some other grown men when it comes to, you know, some of the things that you might not like, you know, so I, 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 you know, I don't necessarily care for it to be completely honest with you. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what it necessarily means in, in, in the context of like, well, I got offered, like no one really knows what that offer is. Like it could be a roster spot. It could be a recruited walk on. It could be money. Like no one really knows. Like it is what it is. But, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, to, to, to think that it's not going to happen in college baseball when it happens in a lot of other sports, you know, I'd, I, I just think that that's a naive kind of mindset to think that like it, it's not going to continue to happen because kids are growing up watching it, you know, and, and, you know, you look across the board in other sports. I mean, it's a known fact for years in football that they go and flip recruits, you know, like I, 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 I rue the day on Twitter when that starts happening in baseball, you know, and guys are flipped and, you know, the, the world is going to end, um, you know, but I, it's, I don't think that it's, it's far off in my personal opinion. I just, you know, like I said, I, I think it's kind of low hanging fruit and it's, we're, we're, we're now coaching and recruiting kids that have grown up watching all of this and seeing it. And to them, it's normal, you know, to, to people who didn't grow up in this and, and didn't go through this, like it's not normal to us, you know, but I, I think for 15, 16, 17 year old kids, it's a normal thing to do. Um, you know, but that's also, you know, I think to each, every individual, whether you like it or not, I, I do think that it's, it's, it's likely going to continue to happen. So, you know, I, I do think that, you know, it's, it's something that if, if it's something that you want to do, I would, you know, my suggestion would be that you have that conversation with the coach that extended you that offer. If it's like, Hey, like, do you mind if I put this on social media? If they say no, then you should respect those wishes and not put it on the 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 interwebs you know if they say like hey man i don't care like then if you want to do it go ahead you know but i I think that's a fair question to ask a coach if you're a kid who wants to do that type of stuff to just say like hey like i appreciate it that's awesome i'm super fired up like do you mind if i put this out on social media you know and and kind of go from there and you know i think that's a fair thing but if they say no i think you have to you obviously as a kid need to respect the fact that they said no and, and don't do it Sorry, it's it's definitely an interesting time when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, I got a couple thoughts on what you said. I think, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of tweeting out an offer that you didn't accept yet. But to your point, this is a different era, and you got to kind of recognize how things are. The, the The piece of advice I would give to any kids who are doing that is ask yourself why you're doing it. Like what's the value in that tweet? Um, If it's just for you and it's just because you want the world to know that, Hey, my talent has been validated by this offer. You might want to rethink that tweet, right? I, my personal thought is I don't see what the advantage is to it. I mean, like what kind of leverage it provides you as a, as a recruit, you know, maybe it gets you, I don't know if it gets you an offer. I don't know if it moves a needle with anybody. Um, but to your point, like coaches having Twitter rants and 
going off on 16 year old kids because it's something they they tweeted on social media like i think you kind of got to take a step back and realize like their kids are growing up in a totally different era this is a totally different time we didn't live in this time um and to your point like i don't envy these kids um no I think social media it, it makes it, it way freaking harder for them i think it makes it, it way harder for them it does and i i don't i don't mean to cut you off i i, I want to you know talk about oh, it please do a, please. a quick second like it's you know like you and i are like we're in our 30s we didn't grow up with twitter and facebook and instagram like it wasn't facebook came out when we were in college like we were you know we didn't necessarily like the internet was more or less in its infancy with us growing up like yeah we like we're a little bit further ahead than you know some people a little bit older than us but like you know if if you're older than us if you're in your mid 40s and 50s and older like you didn't even grow up with the internet so this world is like completely foreign to you and i'm not like i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to say like i'm not doing the whole like boomer thing or whatever that people say nowadays but like i think that it's hard for people who you know didn't even grow up with the internet from that standpoint to really kind of wrap their heads around these types of things that are going to progressively start to happen right and like it's the old kind of adapt or die like you you can dig your hills in and say like i don't like this and blah like that's great but like it's gonna continue to happen whether you like it or not it's going to continue to happen so you can either just complain about it or you can have converse like if you don't like it when you extend offers to kids be like hey we're extending this offer we prefer that you do not put this on social media simple fix there you go the funny thing like i don't understand why you can't like why we have to go and again like you have to go hit the boards and be like well you know kids nowadays i hope it doesn't come like football like well that's on. the irony like, of it the guys it, it, who are it, tweeting about it have tweeted right. ten thousand times in their life and they're the ones mad at a kid for right. a tweet that they sent like that's the ironic part about it you're that throwing all this stuff out into the into this realm and then you're mad that the kid is doing the same thing like yeah. it, it, like it, this is an easy you know and this is an easy thing and like I, I struggle with social media because i like i don't i'm not the greatest at it and i don't really know but like i don't understand how you can like it, it bothers me that as a as a coach and as an educator that the easiest thing to do is hammer kids and you're you, you really shouldn't be doing that right like if they're your players and like it's at practice like yeah like you want to get on your guys go ahead but if you're going to start like if I'm the kid that was extended the offer and now I see the coach like hitting Twitter complaining about it, like I'm not going to that school. Like, all right, man, like I'm out. Yeah, if so, you like, got I, I just I just don't understand like, what, like what's the motivation behind it? Like why like why are you tweeting all this stuff out and then complaining that they tweet too much? Like what what are we doing here? Yeah, no, that's the that's the that's the part that kills me. It's the and we we love it it's one of our favorite things it's hypocrisy but like it's it's it kills me that the coaches who are most vocal about things that they don't like about players today they're the ones leveraging the tools that they're criticizing like you're using the same tool that they're using to criticize them about what they use that tool for like that's crazy it's it's freaking crazy I hope that it doesn't get to kids tweeting about every offer that they get. I hope it doesn't because I think for a, I think my personal thought on it is 
leverage social media to help yourself get recruited. Save it for the final, you know, the final end tweet where you get to tweet out, hey, I'm going here. I think it's cooler sometimes to kind of roll silent. Like uh, G's travel silent like lasagna. Isn't that what Little Wayne said? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I may not have got that completely right, but well, and, and, I think that you know, I think there's something I think there's something cool about just going about your business and not having everybody know exactly what you do. But I also, once again, I wasn't 16 when Twitter and Instagram were right. our, that didn't exist. So maybe I would feel different about it if I was 16. But to be a 45, 50 year old coach. And to sit down, type out, and then click send. Like, there's a lot of steps there. Like, you're intentionally doing that for some reason. That's yeah. I somebody, can't you offered, somebody you offered put it put it out on Twitter. That's why you did. Yeah, it. and you're and you're mad about it now. And it's not the first time. It's probably the tenth time. And instead of just being like, "Hey, I prefer that you don't do this," you know. But I I, I agree. Like, I, I think that you like you should leverage social media from the standpoint of like, you want to be able to be recruited. I think the, 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 the double-edged sword in this is that I think some people, and I don't know if it's the kids, I don't know if it's the parents, I don't know, think that if you tweet out that you got an offer from X school, that it's going to put pressure on Y and Z school. And that's just not true. Like you, you're not going to tweet out offers that are going to move the needle on other programs because as we've talked about before like it, it every program is different in what it is that a they're looking for and b what they actually have to offer like so your you tweet out this offer at this school like that's not like it, with the hopes that it's going to move the needle on a handful of other schools like that's not gonna it's not gonna do anything right like it's it, it like i never in my 16 years of coaching saw a kid and it's obviously recently that this has really started to happen but like i never saw a kid be like hey i got an offer from you know university of rochester because we had joe on and been like we recruit a lot of the same kids i need to move on this kid like i i, I just i did like that that didn't do anything for me because when you're evaluating and what it is you're like you're trusting your eyes and what it is that you need for your program you know so it's not you know like it, it doesn't move the needle really for any other coaches so like if you're using it from the standpoint of like you want you're trying to get it to like to use it from a recruiting standpoint to get other people to make moves you know i i think it it's it's not going to do anything you know it's you know I, like i said i'm i'm not the a huge fan of it but i i'm objective enough to see that like these kids have grown up in this in this era of social media and this happens in a lot of other sports like I know when I was at RPI, when football extended offers, like there's like a whole Canva thing that gets sent out to them of like a graphic that they can post with it. Like they've embraced it in football, you know, and I, I think that that, you know, it's it, it, when you see that happening in other sports, like, you know, hey, it's it's kind of only a matter of time that it starts happening in this sport and softball and women's lacrosse and soccer like i'm sure it happens in all of them you know I, I don't follow anybody in those sports on twitter so i i i don't know for sure um but it stands to reason that when it happens in 
you know, the high level sports, it's going to start to trickle down into some of the other ones. And let's face it, baseball is becoming a high level sport. You know, it's, it's, it's not football and basketball, but it's probably third when it comes to like, you know, the following and everything else that's going on. So like there's, you know, it, it stands to reason that that stuff is going to continue to happen. And, and, you know, like I said, if you don't like, you don't have to like it, but you have to at least understand that this is part of these kids growing up. It's part of their culture. It's part of like, it's part of their, it's a huge part of their lives. Like you have to be objective enough to realize that and try to figure out a work, either a workaround or a work with, with that type of stuff, instead of just, you know, tweeting it out that you don't like it and you think it's stupid. Like that doesn't, like, what does that do? Like, I, I don't like it, it's like, to me, it's kind of the same thing. Like you're tweeting that out in the hopes that a lot of people agree with you and are going to flood your comments and everything with like, yeah, coach, I agree. Like, I think it's stupid, blah, 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 blah. And you get all these likes and you get all these, it's the same thing because it validates what you're thinking. It, you offering that kid and him putting it out there validates him being a college baseball player. He's going to get the likes. He's going to get the comments. He's going to get all that stuff. You doing the same thing, complaining about it literally does the same thing it did for that kid. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, in the dichotomy in that is like, it's just, I don't understand. Like, I, like, you know, and again, I, like, I, I will tell you, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I like, I get it. I, I understand it. And I think that it's, you know, I think it's just low hanging fruit to hammer kids on it instead of trying to figure out a workaround or work with and you know and then you see other stuff where you know we talked about this on the whole offer thing and you know you'll see people talking about you know kids getting dumped or scholarships getting pulled and the transfer portal and all this other stuff you know and you know everyone will get on there oh call them out it's the only way this stops like no one's ever going to call anyone out okay like no one's ever going to call anyone out on twitter it's not going to happen so stop tweeting it out no one's going to call anyone out it's like it, it, yeah, and the thing a is, firestorm and you had like there's other people that dip their toes in that have no business dipping their toes in like what are we doing well then you you get <sighs> you, you start to get into a situation where you lose sight of the reality of it like you talk about you know the players getting dumped and kids decommitting like that was a part of the process before social media it was a part of the process before all of this it's just Nobody could talk about it because they didn't have a freaking app on their phone to tweet about it. But this stuff, it's not new. Like, it's just, it's not new. No. And to be honest with you, like, if a kid decommits, like, so be it. Like, it, the, you, the other thing, too, is you don't know what the reason was. Like you have no idea what the reason was. And to criticize a kid because he decommitted or criticize a coach because he dumped a kid. Like until you know that full story, shut up. It's really that right. simple. But, but again, I think it's a lot more of a. Oh, it's just easy. And you it's, get people to validate react. what I think, validate how I feel, and then throw it out there so that everyone else likes it, and we can do this. Yeah, on the same hand, exactly. probably complaining that you know all these people want their feelings validated. Like you, you're doing the same thing on Twitter. Like you're, this is how you feel. You want it out there so that people will agree with you. Like. Can't argue with I think this, 
Yeah, I think this is a good segue into another thing that I think is really important about this, right? Because you're talking about, and you can hear us talking about how tweets and stuff are impact us. Like, I don't think it really bothers me on a day-to-day basis, but I'd lie to you if I didn't look at some tweets and be like, what the heck is going on? Or be influenced by something or see something and, and get anxious about not feeling like I'm doing enough or like whatever it is, right? If you're a high school kid, and this is hard, and this is the part of it that I do not envy these young men and women who have to go through this when they're trying to get recruited, when they're trying to figure out who they are as people. Like being 15 is hard enough. It's even harder when you have to do it in today's world where there's so much social pressure, right? Like it, it's hard. And I think that that's another thing. If you're a college coach and you're the one who's getting on Twitter and you're and you're shitting on kids, like don't lose sight of the fact it's really hard to be 15 and 16 years old right now. It's really hard. And social media makes it harder. And, yeah, and I, if you're I think- one of these kids, you got to try to put your blinders on because you need to make sure that you're doing what you can do to put yourself in a situation to be recruitable. And if you get caught up in who's committing, where they're going, like it always, it always bothered me a little bit to talk to a kid and he would know where everybody committed. Oh, I saw this guy committed yesterday. And it's like, that's part of the issue is that you build up this anxiety because you're so worried about what everybody else is doing. The recruiting process is not a zero sum game. Just because somebody else commits doesn't mean that you won't commit. And that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. But if you're a high school kid and you can separate yourself from the anxiety and the stress that social media can bring in the recruiting process and you embrace it for the positives, it can be such an awesome tool for you. But if you if you let it misguide you and if you let it create stress and anxiety, it'll eat you alive and you'll be worried about a lot of things that you don't have control over. And that's the thing I worry about most with kids these days is that they get caught up in that stuff and they lose sight of, hey, I should just have a really good month in the gym. And I shouldn't really worry about that such and such school committed a, a right-handed pitcher and I really wanted to go there. Like, okay, well, let's focus on the things that you have control of. Um, and it's easier said than done. And I cannot stress that enough. But I implore you, if you are a high school athlete right now, you got to find a way to make sure that the social media isn't having that impact on you, that it's not taking away from your energy, that it's not taking away from your commitment to the things that you can control, which is getting better, which is being a good person, which is being a good student, which is being a good son or being a good daughter, like control those things and then leverage social media for the positives and do everything you can to try to minimize the negative effects that it can have. Yeah. And I, it goes back to who you consume, right? Like, you know, you just have to ask yourself whether or not this is, is a worth your time. And you know, the mute button on Twitter is amazing. Like I, I mute people. Like I, I just can't take it sometimes, most times, um, you know, but I, I also think it's worth kind of, you know, putting out there that it, it, some of the best coaches 
in this game is and specifically in the college game and and we've had some of them on this podcast some are coming out recently or, or soon uh, from a interview standpoint and a, a release standpoint and we have a, a handful of of really good um i'll tease the fact that we have a handful of really good coaches coming up um that we're interviewing and I, when i say really good coaches that are coming out and coming up are like some of the best in the in, in the country at, at what it is that they do and, you know top 10 teams going to omaha and um division three world series and things like that um who have very little to no um social media presence um you know and i, I think you can go through some of the best coaches in this country and, and and you can try to find them and there's not a whole hell of a lot that they're throwing out there on twitter and i think there's a lot to be said about that that you know, some of the ones that that are, are, are the best at what they do, you know, don't get caught up in, in, in that type of stuff. And that's not to say that there's not good people out there that, that you can follow and get a lot of really good information from. But, you know, I think by and large, there's there there's a, a, a subset of of Twitter that just becomes a, I'm just looking to validate how I feel and I want to argue with everybody and, and tell them that I'm the best. Um, you know, and that's not necessarily what you're going to want to, you know, kind of consume because it, it gets, it leads to that anxiety. It leads to, you know, Hey, I like these kids all got offers and I haven't like, yeah, man, like happens differently in baseball. It'll be fine. Like if you're good enough, like, keep working hard and we'll, you'll, you'll more than likely find a spot. Um, you know, if you have the skill set to be recruitable, you know, I've said this before, I'm not really a big, I don't believe that if you want it bad enough, you can play. Um, you have to have a, a, the skill set to be able to play at the college level to be able to do it. But if you do and you work hard and you, 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 you know, to your point, put your blinkers on, um, it's a horse racing, horse racing reference. Um, you can, uh, you know, and, and you get after it in the gym and you, you become a really good player. You're going to be able to find yourself a spot. Yeah. I mean, I think the good, the good summation of this, and, you know, we went on a couple of tangents there, but that's always the fun part of getting on the old pod with you coaches that you get to have some I feel, str I feel strongly about this stuff. Like, yeah, I, me too. I, I don't like, I, I don't take it lightly. Like it, 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 I really do. It bothers me how, uh, how some people act and, and I shouldn't say act. I don't know if that's how they, if, if that's how they act in their real life, but it, it bothers me what people put out. And, and and more or less go after 16, 17 year old kids. Like, well, it's a classic for, case some, like, for something that in their mind is completely normal, right? Like, it, 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 if it, like that's what's actually going on in their world, like it's normal to them. And then to have a bunch of older men who are coaches and educators hammer them for doing something that, you know, they might not understand or they don't like, like that just doesn't make sense to me like maybe try to figure it out maybe try figuring out why it's happening and what you might be able to do to you know mitigate that on your end with the kids that it is that you're recruiting because it's not going to be with everybody it's going to continue to happen you can mitigate it on your end with the kids that you're recruiting but instead of actually trying to figure those things out we just hit the boards and complain because that's a lot easier to do than actually trying to figure out what's going on like I, it, yeah, it is. Like, I've always, yeah. like, I, I forget who I forget who I, I was. Re I read something and I forget who it was, but they they talked about how they used to get angry at people, and then it was like it was more so they didn't understand what where that person was coming from. Like I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Like, and I think there there you see that difference with 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 generations, right? Like everyone's had these issues, but like 
you know, the, the social media thing, I think is a big thing in, in sports and it's so different. Like we didn't grow up with it. If you're older than us, you didn't grow up with it. You might not even have grown up with the internet. Like these kids are lit, like it's in their class. Like these kids know how to operate tablets by the time they're four or five. Like whether you like, whether you're a parent or not, like you, you wherever your stance is on that, it doesn't matter. But like these kids know how to do it. Like they've grown up with that. Like the iPhone didn't come out until we were in college. <laughs> these kids are growing up with iPhones. Like it's not like it's a totally different experience. And and to just kind of you know shit on them because you don't like the fact that like they've done some stuff like in that realm. Like either a try to figure it out or b do something on your end to mitigate that instead of just hammering the low hanging fruit. Yeah, it's a classic case of like just because you can say something doesn't mean that you need to say it. Like right. You don't have to tweet that out. You can feel that and not tweet it. Like the world's not any better or worse because you tweeted that. Like it it just yeah, the energy that's wasted on something like that. Like when you can if it's that big of a concern, I can promise you your tweet ain't fixing it. You're gonna need to do something else. If you really think it's that big of an issue where you're a grown man and you take the time to call out teenagers on a behavior that's fairly common across a lot of high school sports. If it means that much to you, I can promise you that your tweet isn't the, isn't what's going to be the difference maker in the change. And and it's like, I get it. Like there's a lot of people that feel this way. Like it's not, it's not one tweet. I've seen multiple tweets like this, you know, but like I said, I, I just think that it's, you know, it's and it's not just the offer stuff. It's you know, it's a lot of stuff. I I just think that it's it's a it's a weird thing to me that you have you know people who pride themselves on being coaches and educators that then complain in a widely huge forum that they don't like what these kids that they're looking to coach and educate are doing. Like, okay, then don't recruit. Like, either either figure out a way where you can actually work with it or like go get another job like you don't have to be a college baseball coach if you don't like it that much if you don't like it that much that you need to tell the world everything like just go get another job it's fine like i i mean it's no one's making you do this i agree anything else you want to add no, I think I, I think I got my point across. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, and we said it at the top, but like social media, Twitter, Instagram, like they're the best place and the worst place all at the same time. If you're, and this is personal advice to me and like myself, I need to be better at this, but like be thoughtful about what you ingest, right? Vet the people that you do value. Right. If you're following people for hitting advice or throwing advice or whatever it is, just do a good job of vetting those individuals and then also question things. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Use it, use it in a way that could be beneficial and try not to get sucked into the bad side of it. Um, cause it, it, like I said, it's a great place and it's the worst place all at the same time and try to stay in the realm of the good and leverage it to help you get recruited and leverage it to learn and leverage it to connect yourself with other people that might be able to help you in your recruiting process. Um, there's a ton of benefits to it. To your point, Keith, like it ain't going away. It's going to evolve because I think everything we have technologically does evolve. Like it's just the nature of it. Um, 
but it's here. It's not going away. You might as well learn how to use it effectively and help it, help yourself get recruited, help yourself gather information, become more educated and use it in a way that's going to benefit you from a, a recruiting perspective. And I'd say you probably can get a lot out of it. Yes, I agree. I agree completely. Love it. Monitor who you're following. Question. I love when you, I love when you agree with me. Question what it is that you're consuming. And, you know, I, but I think that's fair of anything, like whether or not it's baseball or not, like question what it is that you're, you know, being told. And, you know, I'm not trying to go, cons- I'm just saying like from a, a coaching standpoint, like, you know, like, yeah, sometimes you're just gonna have to blindly follow. But like, if someone's trying to make a bunch of wild adjustments to your swing, like, I, like if you don't understand, ask the question. You should tell my guys all the time, like, don't just yes me. Like, ask questions if you don't understand, because then it's going to lead to more issues. Just ask questions. Same thing. Well, you see something? There's a way to yourself. ask. Is this? Yeah. Is does this make sense? Is this real? Does all camp money only go to the volunteer? <laughs> Man, I shouldn't go to any camp ever. What about the camps that aren't on campus? What does that money go to? Oh, a guy who has nothing to do with baseball. All right, get me off of this. <laughs> I'm going to go down a rabbit hole tonight. It's that damn Sasquatch. Why would he eat 30 bag lunches? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I had a great time once again with my man, Coach Glass. Um, check out emdbaseball.com to learn more about what we do to help families. Newly launched online learning academy. Take a look. Quite a bit of information in there. 10 modules you can learn from. And if you want to follow us on social media, EMD, EMD Baseball on both Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to hit the like button and the follow button and tune in next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.